0: Ladies and gents, boys and girls, welcome. The A1 Air Quality Consultants post game call in show is officially live as the Gamecocks fall to Tennessee on the road in what felt like blowout fashion a 21 point loss, South Carolina falling to two and three. And we are here taking your questions, comments, calls 843 790 3377. Guys, Let me first say thank you to our friends over at A1 Air Quality Consultants, and thank you all for tuning in. With that being said, let's jump right into it. The phone lines are now open. Taking your questions, comments, calls 843-790-3377. Another tough night in Knoxville, a tough night in Neyland, a place that has been a house of horrors for Gamecocks football over the years. I see you all in the comments as well. Appreciate you all for jumping on the show, and we'll jump right into the calls here. from
2: BDD, baby. Yeah.
0: BDD, what's up, man? Man,
2: what's
3: going on, man? I told you, 41-14 was my score, man. Four field goals and a safety. I told you, it was pretty darn close.
0: BDD, you're probably the only Tennessee fan that can make me laugh right now, so I appreciate you calling in and – Bringing some, bringing a I'm little lighthearted, yeah, bringing some lighthearted nature to the show. Thank you,
4: man. I I hope your defense coordinator gets ends up in the Tennessee River tonight, man. That's best for y'all because I mean that defense will look
3: like Swiss cheese, and I mean moldy Swiss cheese, not good stuff. I mean bad stuff. And man, I just want to say I'm I'm here for the Gamecock fellers, man, because. It's my secondary team, and, Rebecca, if you're listening, you can come back home to me, baby, after that one. I'll make Keith sleep on the couch. All right, Kiss, I'll let you go, man. Go balls and BDD to the moon, baby. Go balls.
0: Okay, what a way to kick it off. Um, hey, At least I'm laughing in the post-game call-in show after a loss. I can appreciate that, so – Um, anyways, okay, we've opened it back up, but that, that was, uh, I think that was the call that we all needed. Honestly, that was the call that we all needed from BDD there. Um, again, the one Tennessee fan that I think could make me laugh after that performance. Um, yeah, so here we go.
2: Call from Panic Ritter.
0: (laughs) Panic Ritter, what's going on? You're on the air.
3: Hey, how you doing?
0: I'm doing great, man. What's up?
3: Well, first of
4: all, I know we can't blame Clayton White too much, but I, he needs to go. And I feel like that play—you can't get a yard on fourth and one. Come on, <clears throat> like I feel like sometimes our coaches are calling plays they get from Madden.
3: Yeah. Come
4: on, like we can't stop. We're not playing Madden. We're playing college football. I don't know. Like, do you think we can still make a bowl? Like, I know Florida's beat Missouri, and all that, but. I don't know. If we can't stop
0: the run, we're not going to win much game. I'll say this, Ritter. I think South Carolina could absolutely still make a bowl. This was a game that I always had as a loss, and I even said over the summer that, you know, when I listed it as a toss-up, and I, I listed it as a toss-up out of principle more so than anything because I felt like of all the toss-ups, this was the game that was most obviously a loss because of what happened last year the game at Nealand expected it probably to be a primetime night game. And I mean, do Tennessee, and some folks won't like to hear this, so brace yourselves. Tennessee was never losing this football game. It just, they were never losing this game. And so some people kind of kind of balked at my 14-point score prediction. But I mean, you know what's funny about it? My score prediction that I almost dropped that I didn't was 45 to 24. And I felt like, well, you know, maybe I'm being a little too harsh. The way Rattler's playing, this team's playing better. Let me go 45 to 31 instead. I guess I should have stuck with 45 to 24 because here we are. But uh, no, I think South Carolina can still go 7 and 5, maybe even 8 and 4. But I'll tell you this with each passing week, 7 and 5 looks like the correct record prediction. So, Panic Ritter, I appreciate the call, man. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. And I'll say this too to the point that Ritter made on that fourth and inches when South Carolina went for it, they didn't get it. I'll tell you what my grandfather told me, son. If you can't get three feet, you don't deserve to win. And so when it's fourth and inches, guys, when it's fourth and inches, we can bitch about the play call. We can bitch about the personnel. We can bitch about the situation. But if you can't get inches, you didn't deserve to win that ballgame. Flat out, bottom line, you didn't deserve. If you don't have the stones, the manlyhood to get inches, you don't deserve to win. Bottom line, point blank in a story. That's it. That's it. Tennessee was the better football team. They executed at a higher level. They deserve to win the football game. That's it. That's it. It's 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 that simple. It's that simple. Anyways, phone lines back open eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven guys. Panic Ritter, appreciate the call. Thank you guys so much for calling in. We're gonna be taking these all night long. I'm sure we'll be on here for quite a while. <clears throat> and It is going to be a therapy Monday for sure. Here we go. Call from. Bryce, what's up, man? You're on the air, man.
3: Find some joy, right?
0: Find some joy. Find, Here we go. Find some joy, find, indeed.
3: Find some fucking joy. I, I I can't find a lot of joy in that, man. I, I don't. I don't even know what to say. Like I know you had them listed as the better team, and you had them winning outright. I and I I I, 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 I watched it happen. I still don't believe it. And well, I, I, I I'll know. tell you, I'll, I, I, you this, I, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this,
0: Bryce. I'll tell you this. If this game would have been at Willie B, could have been a whole different story. But I, I just – I really think this year – and we, we didn't know this over the summer, but I think this year especially what we're seeing in the SEC, again, when and where you play, it makes such a huge difference. So, hey, the good news is this. You get the bye week, then Florida's on your home field. Then you got four in a row at home to close out the season. So, I mean – it sets up well but it does seem like when it comes down to a couple of teams that are on very similar footing like having that that night game atmosphere and kind of that extra that extra push it just it seems to me that it makes a lot of difference not all the difference but a lot of difference continue
3: i just all, all i'm saying is man it, it must be nice to be teams like kentucky and missouri where you start off with five straight cupcakes and you get to gas yourself up, figure out who you are. I, I, I Why we get stuck with these gauntlets each and every year is just absurd to me. But like, I just, the way the schedule's built is just outrageously built against us. I mean, that's obviously not intentional. It's just the way that it happens, mm. but it's just crazy how we, we never get a schedule where it's like we can, you know, get our footing and figure out who we are and, and Play to our advantages and whatever, but it's just I don't know. Uh, we did not play situational football at all today, and you know I I saw us completely fall apart. You know that pick uh, that pick six and Spencer Rattler. Why don't you just run the football? Like he, I I said, throw it deep before the um, but before that delay or that uh, false start. But as soon as that happens, boom. You know we we get the we get backed up. And fourth and 20 or third and 23 why throw the football at that point just fucking run it and and God, I mean cuz that killed the whole game that killed the whole game yep. right then and there and we had a chance and we stumbled on it the offensive line folded again i know there's a lot of young guys there and, and whatever i just i don't see us being able to recover from that and i'm really worried that you know in in some capacity that we implode completely and all of the momentum that Shane Beamer has put together up to this point is just going to fold. I, I don't really have – you know, find some joy. I can't find it, man. I just can't.
0: Spur your enthusiasm. I, I believe that, Bryce, you will find your enthusiasm within the next week or two. So, I, well, I believe you we will. we get
3: our revenge game. Yeah. Well, hope <clears throat> we get our little revenge game against um, <clears throat> Florida and we come out and we stomp them into a puddle. And, you know, maybe then – you know, maybe then I'll be back, man. But I'm I'm gonna be honest, man. It's gonna be hard. I, I it's gonna be hard for me to not sit here and be like, I wanna donate 150 shirts if they fucking win anyway at this point, because good God, that was that was awful, man.
0: Indeed. We'll see how South Carolina can can recover. Bryce, I appreciate All you. We got a we got a lot of calls coming in, so we're gonna keep it rolling. 843 3377 guys. The phone lines are Back open. There we go. Uh, I see my guy battle in the comments. Battle. You gotta, you gotta blow up the phone lines, my guy. You can get in. It's, it's somewhat tough, but you can get in. Uh, Anyways, to to what Bryce said, I'll say this, man. I, I I don't think,
3: I don't think South
0: Carolina is not making a bowl game.
3: R.J. from Georgetown. Because of this.
0: Here we go. R.J., what's up? You're on the air.
3: What's up, man? Um, dude, what's up with that O line though?
0: Yeah, that looked a lot like the UNC O-line, did it not?
3: It did look bad. Let me tell you, man, that thing looked horrible. Like, I'm telling you, dude, we get that O-line figured out, man, that's all we need. We got Radler, but he's going to win next year. But I'm not going to lie, man, if we get things going, that O-line is what it comes down to. I'm telling you, that's all we need to get figured out. If we get it going, Next year, I guarantee you we're going to have a, a. I'm not even going to lie. That O line gets good. We're having one of them Steve Spurrier moments.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got to get the O line fixed, and I mean, you've got a pair of young freshmen in there right now that are doing all they can. They're going to be stars, but right now, again, it's it's baptism by fire, man. And you're going to have some young guys next year as well, but they're going to be true freshmen. They're not yeah. going to be ready to play, so. It's about how do you bridge the gap from that moment to, and I mean, I think what you're seeing is that, and listen, I mean, I I love Shane Beamer, but let's call it for what it is. I mean, the not going out in the transfer portal, and again, I appreciate the call. I mean, we're going to keep it rolling. Not going out in the transfer portal and landing any power five offensive line transfers. And I know there weren't many, but you landed zero. You landed zero. You got Nick Gargiulo from Yale, but outside of that, guys, Sidney Fugar ain't seen the field since Georgia. Jackson Hughes is done, but he wouldn't have played. Ney Manzel is done, but he wouldn't have played. Like, you you didn't pick up anybody. And so now you got to turn to two freshmen on the offensive line in Neyland Stadium. It's not going to work out well for you. It's just not going to work out well. Let's go to the phone lines. Skyland, you're on the air. What's up? What's
3: up, man? I didn't know you was live.
0: That's what I do, man. We are live. What's going on?
3: Heck, yeah. just leaving one now.
0: <clears throat> Quick thoughts?
3: Quick thoughts. Well, I think Tennessee could have beat you without throwing a pass tonight. Their, their, you know, their offensive line definitely showed it was bigger and stronger than us. It they definitely got whipped up front all game. I felt like Powell, you know, felt like we couldn't block him off enough, so that's why he boasts the ball short. I felt like, you know, some whole cooking tonight. Definitely with some whole calls, they didn't get called. I felt like, you know, the DBs, Tennessee
0: DBs really held our deep passing down by holding the receiver. Tough to win in Knoxville, man. It's a house of horrors. We saw it again tonight.
3: Well, I didn't know you was on the air, so I'll let you go back and do your
0: show. Skylon, I appreciate it, man. We'll talk soon. I, I appreciate you, my guy. That's funny. That's funny when people call and they don't realize that we are on the air. But we are. We are, and we're at, we're on the air after every single Gamecocks football game, taking your questions, your comments, your calls. Here we go. Phone lines are back open. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. I want to hear from you guys. I know there's many of you out there want to vent, want to chat. Here we go. Call from. Hey Taylor
2: Buckley, Big Cock Club, King Bay. To
0: accept. Taylor Buckley, you're on the air. What's going on?
3: Hey. Philly, T Buck here, Kane Bay, Big Cotton Club. Hey man, Mario Anderson, we gotta give him more touches and get them other backs out of there, brother. Hey, and tell Battle to call in and quit uh footing <laughs> around.
0: Hey, I love it. Good stuff. I think Battle's trying to get in here, but uh no, I, you know, Mario Anderson's gotta continue to get the football. And and I and I I, I know that let me let me tread lightly here. I know that the Cabrion Joyner does some really good things and helps you as a football team, and that he's a great gamecock and a great dude. I know Juju McDowell's done some nice things in his career, but like Mario Anderson's this team's RB1, man. It's just like nobody else, nobody else should be getting touches. I, I know that's not possible because you have to spell your running back at some point, but like there's just situations where it just does not make sense. Like, Why is Juju McDowell, why is he getting the football on a third and short? Like, why? Why is it happening? Anyways, guys, phone lines back open. Appreciate you guys being patient on the phone lines. There were some, there were definitely some questionable personnel decisions, play call decisions.
2: Call
0: from. What's up, man? You're on the air. Hi, Chris.
5: Uh, Just a couple quick thoughts. Uh, you know, man, I, I, this is – I don't want to say I expected a 21-point loss, but marching into Neyland Stadium on Saturday night, night, Saturday night underneath the lights, they got the whole blackout thing going on, not even to speak about the revenge factor from last year. Uh, you know, th- I, I kind of expected this. After watching Tennessee, seeing that defensive line, man, they're they are stout up there. I mean, they're real stout. they got some good guys up there. And it showed, you know, they completely dominated us on the deep. our offensive line. Folded like long chairs, was uh, news. I mean, it's young guys, and, and you know, about the about a comment you made earlier about uh, the new guys we got coming in next year on the offensive line. I I don't agree with it not playing them. I mean, we got to get them going. We got a lot of stuff going next year. I mean, I, I think this team next year lines up way better than what we got going this this year. That is, you know, counting on Sellers comes out and shows out. And as three quarters, maybe even half the quarterback Spencer Rattler is this year, but, you know, I think we got a really good chance. Uh, and then, you know, just I'm not a Fairweather fan, but I also don't want to say I'm an optimistic fan. You know, I'm a, real, I'm a realist. I like to look at it the way it is. This upcoming schedule is we're hunting for a bowl game, man. We don't know what Florida is. Uh, I'll be in Missouri. I live in Missouri now. I'll be in Missouri on the 21st. And Missouri is the damn standout team. I'm worried about that one. They are a damn good team. Their defense is nice. Their quarterback looks good. they got a couple of big-time players. Uh, we got Texas A&M. Never know what that's going to look like. And then Kentucky. I, I know they ain't played many people, but they beat the hell out of Florida today. So, who is Kentucky?
3: Mm-hmm. We'll
5: find out next week in Georgia, I guess. And then you got that Clemson game. I think, for me, if we could get a couple more good ones, beat Clemson, I'm happy, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's ball bowl game hunting now.
0: Hey, Well said, my friend. I appreciate the call. Really, really good stuff. I'll take it off the air, but I appreciate you calling in, my man. Thank you so much for the perspective. And and I'll say this to his point. I mean, I I think he's right. I mean, I think that uh, I picked seven and five over the summer and some people didn't like that. Some people did. Some people were indifferent. But um, again, with each passing week, this feels more and more like a seven and five football team. And I think six and six is in the cards. And I think eight and four still in the cards. But I think six and six is more likely than eight and four. And it, it sucks to say that because you have a Spencer Rattler and the way he's been playing, and but you just have some you have some holes on this football team that you cannot have those holes and succeed at a high level in the SEC. You, you just can't do it. So, uh, guys, phone lines are let me make sure they are back open, back open eight four three seven nine zero three three seven. So, guys, uh, do not forget. By the way, this will drop via podcast format tomorrow itunes spotify stitcher google podcast wherever you get your podcast you can listen to it there thank you all so much for those of you who do that let's get back to it
2: call from
1: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data
6: Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. What's up? You're on the air.
0: Going once. Going twice. All right. We got bad service. I apologize. I got bad service. Y'all keep it rolling. Y'all keep it rolling. We got bad service there. I see you all in the comments, by the way. Yeah, that was a great quote. They folded our O line like lawn chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's. Uh, I don't have the stats pulled up in front of me. What was it? Six sacks, seven sacks, something like that. It was. It was the UNC game all over again. Really.
3: Michael, Carolina ride.
0: Michael, you're on the air. What's going on? Chris, love what
3: you're doing, man. I appreciate it. Thank so, uh, you. What's up? Yeah, no, no, no worries. So, uh, defense, man, def, def, definitely suspect and absolutely questionable. And uh, anything to say about the defense is really warranted at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've always looked for those second half adjustments, but uh, gotta say, just just didn't see them and haven't seen them this season. So we'll see what happens there, but um, bro. That that O line, I, I don't I don't even know, man. I, I we're just a couple years away. I mean, realistically, what 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 are your thoughts there?
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, the way they're recruiting on the offensive line is really encouraging. I mean, I think guys like Big Tree Babalade and Trovon Bow and Jadavia Shivers and Marquis Anderson, and then you got guys like Cam Pringle and Josiah Thompson, and guys on the way. You've got help on the way, I think, but. The ideal situation to be in is what – and this is based off, like, what I've seen before and just what I know about ball. Like, you'd like to be able to get these guys on campus, redshirt them, play them a little bit as a redshirt freshman, and then as, like, a redshirt sophomore, then you, like, really get going. Like, you look across college football, man, the best teams in college football are the veteran offensive line teams. Like, the teams that have juniors and seniors, and they might sprinkle a sophomore in, but, like, most of the best teams ain't starting a freshman. Most of them aren't. Some do. Maybe you got one guy who's like a five-star guy. But Like, go look at Georgia's offensive line. Go look at Bama's. You know, I know we can pick and choose our cases, but what I'm saying is, like, you got help on the way, but, like, I don't know that it's going to get better overnight because next year, like the last caller said, you're going to play these young guys. I, I have no doubt. Like, you're going to play. I think you'll probably be in a situation next year as well where unless you – You go to the portal and and you crush it, right? And you get some contributors there. If you're in this same situation, Cam Pringle and Josiah Thompson, who are a pair of, you know, I think five stars or about to be five stars. They're going to be better than probably some of these veteran guys or whoever you get from whatever FCS school. They're going to be more talented. So it's like, do you go ahead and do baptism by fire and get them in there? Or do you wait and take growing pains for nothing, right? Because, all due respect, watching Sidney Fugar, I'd rather watch Big Tree Bubba get whipped at left tackle than watch Sidney Fugar because at mm-hmm. least I know Big Tree Bubba is learning with every rep and, like, he's going to get better, whereas the other guy been in college five, six years, and he is who he is, right? So I think helps on yeah. the way, but it's, it's just, you know, it's going to test the patience of Gamecocks fans. And, you know, in the SEC, obviously, but, uh, SEC football fans, there's not a lot of room for patience.
3: That, that's, that, that's that COVID six-year, seven-year kind of guy, right? Mm, right. <laughs> I think we're seeing that kind of like take take that hump over and get that new crop in. Hey, here's here's a random one I haven't heard yet from your group, but Juice Wells, red shirt, or keep going? What do you think?
0: I, I mean, I think that's going to be his decision. I think it's going to come down to does he want to push it one more year in college or – recover and get ready for the draft. I mean I, I just I don't know. I mean it's it's we're yeah, not in man. that room with him. Juice um, Wells
3: and, and yeah. Leggett up there. That that's that, that's that's some that's some real stuff right there, man. Yeah. But yeah. uh I hear you if he uh if he red shirts that any anyway, I'll let you go man. Appreciate the call. Love what you're doing.
0: Thank you for the call, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll keep it rolling guys. I'll say this too on, on the note of the defense you mentioned top of that call. I'm still not like Leading Monday show off with fire Clayton White. Um, I I think that when you are, you know, not able to stop the run or not able to get a stop like tonight, and and you know the numbers you've put up to this point in the season, I think it's it's fair, it's justified, it's warranted. I I would say this though. I mean, call from Jared from Kane Bay. You had to win a shootout. You couldn't do it. What's going on, man? You're on the air.
3: Hey, man, this is Jared from Cane Bay.
0: What's up, man? How you doing?
3: I'm doing great, man.
5: I just want to say go Cox and really just DK Joyner. Why don't they just throw a T-shirt on him, throwing up on the fans and just keep that man off the field?
0: <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. <laughs> hey, I appreciate the call, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help but laugh. I'm sorry. Some people probably get pissed off that I laughed at that. I, I couldn't help but laugh. I mean, listen, when when you have the decision to cry or laugh, laughing is the better alternative. Would you not agree? So, what a call. What a call. Uh, there you go. He did not hold back. Uh, Kevin with the super chat. Kevin, thank you, sir. He says, Chris, you were exactly right about today. Take some credit and tell us what's going to happen. I didn't want to be right, Kevin. I just gave a prediction, and I've missed on many, but... Unfortunately, we saw it coming.
3: Robbie Davis, Zachary's Hall of Famer.
0: Robbie Davis, you're on the air.
3: What's up, man? Um, first things first, our run defense was so horrible, and I mean so horrible, I could have ran for 100 yards easily, okay? And I don't run that fast, okay? I can maybe run a 40 in like maybe five five. 0. 0.04 which is not fast at all okay but with how horrible our run defense was i very easily could have ran for 100 yards on our defense if i would have had tennessee's offensive line we i would have i would have i would have ran for 100 yards easy.
0: Yeah, the rushing defense was was tough, Robbie. The rushing defense <laughs> was tough. That it, it, defense as a whole was tough, and but, uh, yeah, so
3: right. But as a whole, I absolutely though as I did like what I saw from Mario Anderson. Okay, I think we have found our running back. No disrespect to anyone else, but we have found our running back. Now we just got to find. A group of offensive linemen that know how to freaking block, and I think we'll be okay. And Rock. find some defensive and
4: all-
0: go ahead.
3: And, and, and we need to find we need to find some daggum defensive players that actually want to knock somebody on their ass because that was absolutely god awful tonight. It was awful. Awful,
0: Robbie. Well said, my friend. As always, I, I I'll just make this point. I say this out of love about Robbie. Robbie calls in to say a bunch of stuff while saying nothing simultaneously. And for those who get it, you get it, and if you don't, you don't. Um, Robbie, you lost me when you said you could run for a hundred yards on Tennessee's defense. I, I just or whatever he could run for a hundred yards on. Tennessee's or South Carolina's defense, or any defense for that matter, or any anybody, I don't know. Anyways, phone lines open, 843 3377 I see many of you trying to call in. Keep blowing call it up. Bill blue, Maha Philly. What's going on, man? You're on the air.
3: I know, first-time caller. Hey, man, look, tough game, but it comes down to uh, – not your usual culprits, which has been special teams and defense. Defense in particular this year. Mm-hmm. Tonight was 100% on Shane, Dowell Loggins, and Rattler. Um, just crazy play calls. I think we did a great job um, getting in second and two, third and two, uh, third and one. And for the life of me, we could just not com- convert. Mm-hmm. Running running Juju in the A or B gap, Mario. And, and then the, <laughs> the, the fucking – uh, QB sneak. I mean, it was God awful, man. I mean, just absolutely terrible, piss poor. And I saw people complaining about Tennessee being lazy and getting the substitutions off. That is the root cause of that is for us subbing. Mm-hmm. So, guess what, guys? The refs hold the ball, the defense gets to sub, and, and they're getting fresh linemen coming in to trounce us even more. I mean, it was just a maddening play call. I think Spencer. Look, I get he ha- was having happy feet. But, look, he got sacked in way more pressure versus UNC, and he still went 30 of 39, no kicks. Mm. This game, I don't know what it was. He ran into a flyman a couple times and then no shots downfield. And we, it's like we refuse to use the middle of the field. I don't get it, man. But, um, you know, Gamecock Nation is great. We're a passionate fan base. But, damn, if, if, if we're not responsible for getting the wins too um and also imagine people giving you shit for not giving a push to coaches i mean you you nailed that one dead on so anyway i'll hang up and let other people get on but i uh, love the show um and i'll be sure to to call in this week thanks man
0: dude i appreciate it man thank you so much for the call that was epic that was legendary drop the mic I, I will say some some very questionable play-calling decisions, personnel decisions on those third and shorts, especially South Carolina was abysmal uh, on those short yardage third downs. And, you know, to his point, man, I mean, listen, I'm certainly not, you know, I, I, I try to pick and choose my spots and, and go after the coaching when it's fair and, and talk about the coaching. But, you know, the fact of the matter is this. The coach is the ones on the sidelines making millions of dollars and, and, and somebody's got to be held accountable, so. Call from jamie from Kane bay Kane bay stand up what's going on you're on the air what's up dude hey man third and
2: 22
3: pick six you gotta say that had to be the defining moment of the game that damn pick six i mean what do you think man was yeah call no was i, that I... On? was that all rattled
0: uh, I mean, I, I think that number one was certainly a, a big turning point in that football game because I was sitting there thinking, and I, I figured halfback draw at the middle, we're going to punt it away, we're going to go to half. 17 to 10, and with all things considered, the way that it had gone, a seven-point deficit felt very manageable. And then when that pick six happened, you knew, you, you kind of knew in the back of your mind, it, this one's probably over, right? You, you're not going to throw a pick six on the road and, and, and get away with it. Um yeah, but, yeah, I mean, you know, pressure off the edge. Big tree gets beat. Rattler rushes the throw. He had Omega Blake open, and he sails him and goes right in the hands of, uh, I believe it was Hayden, right. the uh, DB for Tennessee. So, it's just one thing leads to another, man. And I, I, I would say this. I, I thought it was – I would have rather just ran the football and kicked it away and lived a fight another the day. Yeah. I, not many good things are going to probably happen on third and 22 when your offensive line can't protect. So, I mean, I, I you know – Hindsight is twenty twenty, but it, it felt like that was there were a lot of things wrong in that scenario, and it just completely blew up in your face. So,
3: right. Hey, thanks, Chris. The boys from Saxony, we love you guys, and uh, bring bring back the, uh, the the black big cock club ass. That's what we need next. Bro, they're on they're on the store.
0: They're they're on the store.
3: All right, they're back. Get them. Yeah, yeah they're, they're back. Buy yourself one asshole. Let's go.
0: I got Let's you. They're buddy. back. I, I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Hey, listen. They're back. Tsus.store. You got to search Big Cock Club. I'll try to get those available to the masses, like on the homepage and all. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven guys. My guy Battle just continues to blow up the phone lines. I almost just want to call Battle himself. See what's up. Here we go. Jumping right back to it.
2: Call
0: from. What's going on? You're on the air. Whoa. I think I just hung up on the guy. Call back in, please. I'm so sorry. I was trying to ignore somebody else, and I think we just hung up on the guy. Anyways, technical d- <laughs> I am more incompetent than the Gamecocks offensive line right now. So tough. Sorry. 8437903377, guys. Again, the A1 Air Quality Consultants postgame call in show. Um, and we had a call, just they hung up on themselves. All right. So we got. We got some real issues. Got some real issues happening. A uh, lot of comments about Dabble logins. A lot of comments about Clayton White. Shoot, we got comments about Shane Beamer. How about it? Dale from East Tennessee, the Super Chat. Thank you, Dale. Hey, Rebecca, come home, baby. Go Vols. Dale, you're crazy, man. You unhinged. Call
2: from Bobby.
0: Bobby, you're on the air. Hey hey Chris, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, man. I appreciate it. What's going on?
3: Hey Chris, I can't I it should you said five joy. Well, I'm not five to zero. Not right now, my brother.
0: I am not either. I am not either. It's a it's a tough L, man. It's a tough L. Tough pill to swallow.
3: Yeah, and hey, Chris, I get used to this now, my friend, because yes, we have to issue at TC. That's me all
5: with this one decades, huh, Chris?
0: Yeah. Yeah, man, it's uh again. You got to pick up the pieces going to the bye week and 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 move on, man. You got to pick up the p- pieces and move on.
5: Yeah, I agree, Chris. And let me tell you, man. When we look back on this, it's not laying a top defense, not laying all an line and Tressel. That that it,
3: it stinks,
0: man. Yeah, offensive line has got to get fixed. Offensive line's got to get fixed. Hey, I appreciate the call, man. We're gonna keep it moving. A lot of calls rolling in. Um. <laughs> I'm going to read this because, you know what? You left a super chat. I appreciate it. Taylor Smith says, Shane Beamer is such a dork. Go Vols. Enjoy the $1.99. How about that? Even Tennessee fans are throwing me. They're throwing us pity dollars in the super chat. Malcolm Nash with the super chat. Malcolm, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Malcolm Nash. How about it? Guys, phone lines back open. I want to hear from you. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Disappointing loss, guys. I, you know, it's tough, tough. Call from Brady from Kane Bay.
2: What?
0: Kane Bay, stand up. What's going on? You're on the air.
3: Hey, this is uh, Brady from Kane Bay. Um, I'm from Tuscaloosa. I'm really trying to become a part of the Big Cock Club. You know, South Carolina is really making it hard on me, buddy. Really making it hard on me.
0: Oh, this is just the beginning. We're just scratching the surface. Trust me.
3: So this is uh, you think this is Rattler's. Uh, this is Rattler's last year. or So I mean, what what's the outlook like next year? I mean, I don't know how how long I can hang on to this big cock club.
0: Yeah, a lot's gonna change. I, I would say get familiar with the name Lenoris Sellers under center. I think he's gonna be the guy. I appreciate it. We we might stop talking. We're taking the calls from from Kane Bay. We got some silliness going on. Either way, guys, we got a lot of people that want to call in and get their thoughts out there. Bruin Nation says you got to start off in the Little Cot Club first. Yeah, you have to graduate. You have to graduate. So, um, <laughs> you got to graduate. Anyways, guys, tough loss. I mean, it's a tough loss. It's it's. I I, I will say this though. I don't like I I watched that game tonight. A lot of questionable decisions and everything, but like I, I just the people that want to jump straight to coaching, like Shane Beamer and company and questioning Beamer and I just I, I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm I will say though, and by the way, guys, phone lines are open. Y'all want to get oh, no, they're not. Now they are. Phone lines are open now. The conversation, you know, people think I was um Malcolm Nash, thank you for the super chat. Beating a dead horse, where is Harbor? He was out there on the field at the end. I, I will say that the comparisons between Josh Eiffel and Shane Beamer in the two programs. To
3: accept. What's
0: going on? You're on the air.
3: Hey, Chris, it's Thomas and Rachel Walker, your favorites. I'm just here to say the only question we got is where the hell is Lenora Sellers? That's the only question I got
0: for you, Shane. <laughs> Shout out to the Walkers. I appreciate it. Much love to you guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys hey, calling hey, in. Hey, we
3: love you. Go Gamecocks.
0: Yeah, go Cox. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thank you. It's awesome. The Walkers have been tuning in for forever. Where is Lenora Sellers? Uh, he is on the bench. He is on the bench. And I like Lenores a lot, and I'm excited to watch Lenores Sellers next year. I, I don't think Lenoris Sellers would have made a difference in that ball game. And I, I mean, guys, you think you know? We got two freshman offensive linemen. You want to throw a freshman quarterback out there too? I, I don't know if that's quite the quite the move. Quite the move. I, I'll be honest with you. So, the Spurs Up Show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Your first purchase. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Uh, anyways, guys, keep the calls coming. 843-790-3377. Um, I see Battle just continuing to blow up the chat or continuing to blow up the uh, the voicemail line there. But,
4: no, nah, I mean, Lenora Sellers
0: will have his time to shine, but it's it's Rattler right now. Bruce Lynch. Bruce, you're on the air.
4: Hey, this is Bruce. Um, I'm a big fan of yours. Thanks for taking my call.
0: I appreciate it, Bruce. What's going on?
4: Um, um I just had some observations of the game tonight. Um, first on the offense, I felt like we ran the ball better. We had that long seventy five yard run, but I feel like they need to get more consistent with the run. We can't we can't consistently win how we play, running the ball like we have and as far as the offense line goes I don't know if it's schematics or coaching or talent or whatever it is it just feels like we've had a bad offense line for like six years and nothing every year in the offseason that's all we talk about and then the season starts and we have one good game and we think we're going to win the national championship and then all of a sudden the offense line starts playing bad and it's just so frustrating to have that as a problem every year and I don't I want to hear your opinion on this. I don't know if we need a new off the line coach or start recruiting better. It's just something's got to change there because it's just getting worse and worse. And then on defense, I feel like we don't tackle well. Um, it's too much trying to strip the, strip the ball and not wrapping up. And then on the deep ball, half the time our guys aren't even looking at the ball. They're just reacting to what the player does, and that's why we get beat. And um, I hope we use the bye week to get healthy and regroup and – come up with some different schemes, and hopefully we play better the rest of the year because if not, I'm I'm kind of worried we might only have two or three more wins based on our schedule. I'll hang up and let you talk, but I appreciate all the work you do, and go game cop.
0: Thank you so much for the call, man, and I appreciate you sharing your thoughts, and I think some really good stuff there. And um, Yeah, I mean, listen, there's a lot to regroup over the bye week, and um, I, I will say to his first point, too, that, I mean, dude, I, I remember – Thinking back, like mid two thousands, talking about the offensive line, you know what I mean. Mid two thousands, we were talking about the offensive line, and and it's still a thing. It's just, it's just still, it's still a thing. Um, it's still a thing. So, anyways, guys, y'all keep it coming. Want to hear from you eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Uh, interesting comment from Spencer Rattler in the post game, following the loss to Tennessee. He said, "Quote: It was like their Super Bowl." So credit to them. I think it's just an interesting move to throw shade on the team that just beat you by three touchdowns. Uh I mean, I you know, I'm sure he meant nothing by it because they they did listen, Tennessee did hype that game up. I mean, and we and you knew they would. You knew they would, guys. That was the most, and I hate to say this, but it's true. That was the most obvious like of the games. When you looked at games in the preseason, toss-up games, that was the most obvious toss-up that was going one way or another. I mean, it just – Tennessee was never going to lose that football game. Let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from – Battle. Battle. You're finally on the air. What's going on, man? Well, I'm
3: I'm very, very disturbed. Instance, why is that as any as any carolina fan should be
0: okay i'm following you
3: why the hell are we still putting the carry in there as a runner back
0: I, I don't know. I, I think Mario Anderson's this team's RB1, man. I, I You know, I, that's a good question.
3: Well, th- that that's the first thing.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Secondly, why is Clayton White still the freaking defensive coordinator? He sucks.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen. I, I would say with Clayton, man, it's it's the numbers are what they are, and South Carolina just has a long way to go defensively. Um, there's some there's some holes in personnel. It's it's you know you're still having issues stopping the run. Tennessee's a high powered offense, and and they're going to you know they're they're going to put up numbers again. I. I I hear you on the defensive coordinator stuff, and I and I appreciate the call about it. I don't think that was who I thought it was going to be. I'll be honest with you guys. Um, I hear you on the defensive coordinator stuff. When when you're at the bottom of the league in numbers and in defensive statistics, Clayton White should be getting heat. He 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 should be. Like to all the Clayton White stands out there who think you shouldn't say one little critical word. Now he should be getting the heat. He should. Like when you when you have the numbers where they are, you should be getting the heat. That being said, though. That game going into it, unless you were living in La La Land, Fairy Tale World, t- fairy tale world you knew the game against Tennessee was going to be a shootout. It, you, you were going to have to win via uh, shootout. And I mean, guys, if you'd have told me, you know, one of those touchdowns, the pick six, so you held Tennessee to what, 34 offensive points? Something like that. If you'd have told me you held Tennessee to 34 offensive points, I would have said, okay, fair enough. You need 35 to win. I mean, literally. So, the defense by no means is great. I'm not trying to make excuses, but in a game like that, you just have to score. I mean, look at look at Ole Miss tonight. Beat LSU like 52 to 45 or something. 700 yards offense. Guys, it's all offense, man. It's just – it's all offense. Like, it, it's, it all comes down to offense. Like,
2: I'm not saying it'll be critical, Clayton White. It's not what I'm saying, but – Call from –
0: What's going on? You're on the air. Going once. Going twice. Going three times. All right, you sound like you're listening to your echo. We're having some tough times with the calls tonight. Well, I don't know what's going on with the with the calls. Um, anyways, guys, y'all keep it coming. Y'all keep it coming. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. That is eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Here on this now Sunday, October the first. We 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 passed midnight. Call from Ethan. To- Ethan, you're on the air. Yeah,
3: what's going on?
0: What's going on, man? Appreciate you calling in.
3: Yeah, for sure. I just wanted to um spit a dose to reality and I just for a like I was listening to your um post game reaction and you said Florida's the biggest game of the year. And I agree because for a successful Carolina season you, be, you either got to beat Tennessee or Florida. You got to win one of those games because you lose both of those, it's an issue in any season because beating Georgia and Clemson every year isn't feasible, mm-hmm. just recruiting-wise and how the programs are. So, if you lose to Florida in two weeks, coming off a of bye week and probably with Juice Wells, honestly, the season goes in the gutter and – I don't know how you could really have any optimism because next year you lose Rattler, you're losing your wide receivers, and you're just not recruiting at a level to where you can bring guys in like Rattler every year.
0: Yeah, I will say to your point, man. I, I, you know, I mentioned it in the post game, and I appreciate you watching that, and I, I'm, I'm going to continue to echo it. Right, we've got two weeks, obviously, because of the bye week, but yeah, I mean, it, this, this, uh, you know. We didn't get to this point exactly as I predicted. I thought South Carolina would beat UNC, lose to Mississippi State in a upset. Uh, so flip those two games, but it's still, I thought South Carolina would be 2-3 and three at this point. And, you know, that Florida game, it, it, it absolutely is, in my opinion, the most important game of the year. And from the standpoint of getting to or even remotely close to the goals you had set in the preseason. Um, you beat Florida, you go three and three through your first six. Seven wins is still very doable. I think you can still – you can go four and two over your last six, which would still be a really, really good finish. But it's it's very feasible, especially with four games at home left yeah. to go. You lose to Florida the and – yeah, lost to Florida. It, it, it's really going to knock you off the rails. It, it's going to be tough. Yeah, you lose to Florida to the second half
3: of the season – Kentucky's looking good. Missouri just, for some reason, wants to beat South Carolina every year. Going to College Station is going to be tough. Clemson's going to be a – you don't know what's going to happen then. And it's just – you have to take any game that you can kind of win at this point. Like, you have your Vanderbilt, St. Jacksonville State. Obviously, those, you know, should be wins. But if you can get a game like Florida, get two weeks to prepare, you have a home game, it just comes down to it. You can't – like last year – you lose a game to Florida, and then you go beat Tennessee and Clemson. You can't expect that kind of stuff to happen, and that's why last year was so crazy. This year, you have to you have to just win those games. Hmm. You just simply do if you want to be a good program. Because honestly, you lose to Florida bowl game might be out of the picture completely.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that's a fair take, my friend. You lose the- you lose to Florida, and getting to six six wins, I mean will be the new priority number one. Hey, I appreciate you calling in, my man. Thank you so much. Love and support. We got some other callers waiting in the line, but thank you, my friend. Thank you for calling in. Really, really good stuff, guys. We're going to open it back up, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. 3377 I know many of you want to chat, want to discuss, guys, in case you did not realize, we do this every single day on the Daily Crow on YouTube, Monday through Friday, noon to two. Uh, on Fridays, we have our Friday mailbag episode, taking your questions, comments, and calls. And uh, it's really good stuff. We take questions via super chat during the week uh, also in the big cock club as well anyways whether it's a gamecock fan a t- hey we got any tennessee fans want to call in? i'm more the merrier we're welcome i would love to hear uh from you guys anybody out there who wants to chat talk ball we'll take a couple of more couple of more i do it every week why do i do that every week we'll take a couple more calls i want to hear from you guys uh, Spencer Rattler, get this, was asked in the post game if he heard, if he heard the crowd chanting F you, Spencer Rattler. His comment, quote, if you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. <laughs> Let's jump back to the phone lines.
2: Call from Billy.
0: Billy, what's going on? You're on the air.
2: Hey, man, I told you I'd
3: call this. Tennessee owned y'all. I told you Joe Mint was going to throw for $500. And he did. We
5: we drug y'all like a damn
3: like a damn cat. I don't even know what to tell you, man. I told you we'd own y'all and it happened. Don't ever doubt my knowledge. We're making it to the Coswell playoff and Joe Milton's leading us to the promised land. Don't ever doubt my knowledge.
0: Shame on you putting a poor name on the C S R A with your eight oh three area code. Goodbye, Billy. I guess I asked for that. But I don't know. It's weird trashing me when I also picked Tennessee to win. So it, it just is what it is. Anyways, phone lines are back up. He's calling in from the Aiken number. Aiken, South Carolina, CSRA. Love the CSRA. Only to hear that. So. Mm. But, hey, I mean, again, hey, tip the cap. Give Tennessee fans credit. Give Tennessee credit. The balls kicked Carol on his ass. I mean, it just bottom line, point blank. I don't know if that's what Tennessee fans had in mind when they thought about revenge and what revenge would look like, but they got it. I mean, they got it. Point blank, bottom line, end this of story. They got it. So um, so congratulations to you Come guys.
2: From Emma, Emma to
0: accept. Emma, you're on the air.
3: Hey, uh, my girlfriend's about to fall asleep, a.k.a. Emma, but I just wanted to talk some shop with you. What did you think about the Gamecocks uh, game today, Chris? It
0: was less than stellar. Less than stellar.
3: Agreed. Agreed. And you know what made it a whole lot worse? What was that? Was watching Marshawn Lloyd. Raw on his ass all over Colorado tonight, or today rather.
0: Yeah, that was painful to see. He's having a good year too, so
3: he's having a hell of a year. And you know what? He did what was best for him. He transferred schools, and he's having a day. But let's get back to the Gamecocks. Listen, we're cooked. I don't think we're, they're, well, we're, we're not making the college playoffs, anyways. But, like, I'm just waiting for 12 years, man. Or not 12 years, 12 teams. 12 teams, we're in that shit. You get Lenora Sellers, you get the boys going next year it's
0: fine I'm talking this season it can happen man the expanded playoff my friend you are zooted, and I want some of what you are smoking right now because hey i, I we we <laughs> should all we should all strive hey, to be Chris, on one Chris, Chris, we Chris. should all strive i'm I'm not Chris, even I'm not talking trash I, we should all strive to be on one right now truly after that game no I know
3: you're not I said you that hey what do you think about that comes mean that
0: Oh, I loved it. I appreciate that. I, I always appreciate the folks that uh that fire over the memes, so thank you.
3: That that was co- that was some comedy though. It was. And they were in trouble too. Yeah. They were in trouble. But hey, hey. I'm not talking any trash. We'll leave it for November and we'll kick their ass. How about that?
0: Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Hey, I yes, appreciate sir. you, man. Hey. I appreciate you guys calling in. Y'all be yeah, good tonight. Be it. safe. A good one yeah, man. Be good. Yeah. How about it? <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, you. that's what you got to love about these these, um, these these late games, right? Like, it's, it's midnight, obviously, and uh, so people are are on one. Guys, phone lines are back open, 843-790-3377. Um, y'all continue to blow it up. I see my guy trying to get in here. My guy, keep blowing it up, man. Keep blowing it up. It's jam-packed. Folks are trying to call in, leave their thoughts, their comments, all that good stuff. Uh, and, again, guys, thank you all for making the, the post-game call-in shows, the A1 Air Quality Consultants post-game call-in shows, just a massive success, um, a, a massive success. I mean, it's it's truly a blessing. Let's jump to the phone lines here.
2: Call from
3: your guy.
0: <laughs> My guy, you're on the air.
3: My guy, what's up? What's going on? Uh, obviously, this morning night tonight, you know, but I, I think, you know, just – something to take away from the game. I think we all just kind of thought with Spencer
5: coming back this year, Juice coming back this year,
3: we'd have a better year. But I think it's important to also look at how much we lost in the off season with just the transfers and then um, guys leaving for the league and stuff like that. I feel like we we kind of knew this season was coming with the – um, lack of experience and the freshmen that would probably, you know, probably be playing and stuff. Um, but you know, with Spencer coming back, you know, we kind of thought that we would pick up where we left off last year as well. Um, but I I think the, the future is bright. I think there's a lot to learn from it. Um, but you kind of hate to take these bumps and bruises, uh, with all the young guys playing while having a, a, a caliber or, you know, a quarterback caliber like Spencer Rattler. Um, you kind of hate to see him kind of get drugged through the mud just because of, you know, the inex- inexperience that, you know, we have on the team and things like that. But I think he's doing well with what he can. Um, still, I think there's some coaching uh, things that need to be cleared up. I mean, I just, I don't know why Joiner is your running back on your own one yard line. Um, that's kind of, kind of odd, but, uh, But anyways, I appreciate you all you do, my guy. And uh, I'll be talking to you soon.
0: My guy, I appreciate you. Good stuff, man. And and great thoughts and comments. And I I will say this to his point about the the season. And, I mean, I was asked repeatedly, Chris, why is South Carolina not getting more love in the preseason? Why are the Gamecocks being disrespected and – and I was labeled as a as a hater, as, you know, a hot take artist when I said that South Carolina was a loser in the transfer portal. And, you know, guys, I, I know we're at a point right now, especially after the way the season ended last year, where South Carolina beats Tennessee, beats Clemson. You know, great showing in the bowl game, but you lose. But still, you end the season the way you did the regular season. And so, like, Shane Beamer can do no wrong. And I'm not saying that he did necessarily wrong, but I'm telling you from the – roster standpoint, what South Carolina lost in the portal, they did not acquire back. Like, they were a loser in the transfer portal. And so, major roster turnover plus guys who left for the pros, guys who graduated, whatever it might be, you factor all that in and, and roster turnover hurt this team. You know, Trey Knox is not Jaheem Bell. Nobody, no running back is Marshawn Lloyd. You know these freshman offensive linemen; they're doing the best they can, but they're not—they're not Jovan Gwynn, they're not Eric Douglas, and they're not Dylan Wanham. Like you just—you know—I—I I mean the supporting cast pieces, right? Out, outside of you know, Juice Wells gets hurt—that's unfortunate. And Xavier Leggett's been great, but now it's like it's Xavier Leggett and then who? There ain't no Josh Van. There's no Jalen Brooks. Like you don't have these guys. So. Growing pains early, and we, we knew the front half of this schedule was a gauntlet, and so here we are. Here we are. Guys, phone lines are back open. Um, again, I appreciate my guy calling in. Great perspective. Great perspective on everything. Um, so, anyways, guys, tough night. Tough night. Um, nation after game. Shen- what does he say? After game shenanigans on the field. What are you, Ruination, what are you talking about specifically? What happened after the game? I may have missed that. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Deepak. Deepak, you're on the air. What's going on? Deepak, going once. Going twice.
3: Deepak. Hey Hey
0: there. Hey, Deepak. What's up, man? I can hear you loud and clear
3: it's looking pretty bad right now, but yeah. uh, Can you hear me?
0: I can hear you. I can hear you through your phone. Yeah. You might want to cut down your, uh, your TV. There. Yes. I can hear you loud and clear.
3: How do you think we're going to look next year? I know it's rough right now. Yeah. I mean, listen, that's, that's a good
0: question. And, and, And with the transfer portal and NIL, man, roster, rosters change so much. There'll be so much, uh, Roster turnover and a lot of guys on this team that are not on this team right now. Um, But with Uh what we know, I mean, you're going to have some building blocks up front. I mean, listen, I I hate to say it, but I think, you know, offensive line is probably going to be a question mark yet again. Um, Defensive Uh front will probably be a question mark yet again. You'll have Lenora Sellers at quarterback who we'll all be really high on. You know, oh, yeah. I, I don't know if it'll be Dontavious Braswell Double at back. running back or maybe Mario Anderson's back or maybe there's somebody else at running back that you pick up in the portal. Um, you know, you'll Hopefully. have, you'll have. I, I would assume Nick Harbor will probably be, you know, wide receiver one at that point. So it, it's going to be a different look team. But, I mean, I, you know, it, it's, it's incredibly hard to project that far ahead with the portal and, and the way these rosters change.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, we've got to take advantage of the uh, the uh, poor uh, transfer portal. You got to, you know, do a careful selection yeah. everybody too through the transfer portal. Can't let it go. Yeah. I see that the same problems with Clemson too. They're having a lot of problems with that as well.
0: Yeah, you got to utilize the portal. I mean, that's I mean, think about where South Carolina would South Carolina would be right now if they they didn't utilize the portal, and they didn't have Spencer Rattler. You know what I mean? So, like, you, you, you've got to utilize right. the portal. It's – you know, teams are being – teams are being built overnight in the transfer portal, and uh, you need to go out and add I mean, as many good football players as you can.
3: You can't be excited on those one or two stellar players. I mean, you've got to uh, fill the roster, like you said. You've got to be on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just not going to have a balanced team. Yeah. You see deficiencies on our offensive line and in the defensive line. We can't stop the deep pass. We might stop the, the short run, but, but not the deep pass. And um, we're not protecting the quarterback all that great. Mm-hmm. And the running game has to improve. you got to have a complete team. You just can't get, get excited about uh, one or two, three players. And that's it. you got to do more. Uh, would you agree?
0: I, I would agree 100%, man. It takes more than one guy. I mean, that, we're, we're seeing that right now. You know, Spencer Rattler can only do so much. Xavier Legat can only do so much. Mario Anderson can only do so much. It takes an entire 11 on offense, 11 on defense, and many more than that. You need competitive depth, and South Carolina is just not there right now. My friend, I appreciate the call. We're going to keep it moving because it is late, and uh, I want to make sure we get as many calls in as we possibly can Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven. Seven guys, you guys keep the keep the phone lines ringing. We'll keep this thing rolling, uh, reacting to South Carolina's loss on Rocky Top. Gamecocks falling forty one to twenty. Let's get back Call to from- it. From Smokey. <laughs> Smokey, you're on the air.
3: Hey, Chris. Here's the point of the game that really kind of stuck out to me tonight was when in the second half, it took two back-to-back heroic individual efforts just to keep us from getting a safety on back-to-back plays (laughs) between uh, Joiner and Rattler, Mm -hmm. and that's really all that we could get going on offense tonight, and that really Mm -hmm. that really stuck out to me. I'll hang up and uh, hear what you got to say,
0: Smokey. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the call. Yeah, I mean, that that was a moment in the game for sure. I mean, the the, the ones that – the moments that really stick out to me are the pick six to end the first half, um, not being able to capitalize on the fake punt conversion and going for it on fourth and short and not getting it in a moment that I think you should have kicked that field goal. I, I just – You know, I know Shane Beamer said in the pregame that you know you're not going to beat this team by kicking field goals, but you know you're also not going to beat a team like that by squandering chances. And when you're on the road and 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 you're you're combating that crowd, that environment, and like the last thing you want to do is give them even more to cheer about and get excited about and go crazy about. And you know, I I just listen. I understand if you get it. You're a genius, and, and we're sitting here praising Shane Beamer for a great play call, but I think the risk-reward there, I would have kicked a field goal. And then the other times stand out, obviously, all, all of the third and shorts, fourth and shorts, the questionable play calls, the throwing to Luke Doty on a third and long when it made no sense, the, you know, just not getting it on fourth and short on a quarterback sneak. I mean, there are just so many moments from that game that that make you scratch your head and, and, and that frustrates you and it frustrates you, so bottom line, bottom line. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I see a lot of people commenting, and guys, I, I, you know, I'll say it yet again about the running back position. Mario Anderson's this team's uh, RB1, no question.
2: Call from Tori.
0: Tori, what's going on? You're on the air. What's
3: up, man? Love you.
0: What's up, man? Love you. This is Cuzzo Tori. I'm assuming. What's up, man?
3: Yes, sir. See
0: hey, what's up? What's going so, on? So
3: not much, man. How are you?
0: Doing good, doing good.
3: Doing good. Great. So with how Anderson was playing the last two games, including tonight, what do you think Florida's gonna run up on us considering they gave up so much running game from Kentucky?
0: Yeah, I mean I I I mean I think if you're Florida I, obviously, in any SEC game, stop the run is the first priority um, because if you can't do that, you can't do much else. Um, yeah. I I would say that I don't know that South Carolina's offensive line is quite Kentucky's offensive line. Um, I, I would I hope they are in two weeks, but I don't think they are right now. So I don't know that it, it's you know, and, and we've seen like the transitive property in football it just unfortunately does not work. So uh, the good news I think for the Gamecocks is this: Florida has been pretty pretty terrible away from the swamp. And, you know, I will say that yeah. it, it's an it's an encouraging sign when you see what Kentucky was able to do running the football. And But, you know, they, they've got a guy in Ray Davis. That's a really damn good one that, you know, South Carolina could have probably made a better attempt to go get out of the portal. And I don't think the Gamecocks felt like they, need, they needed him. And, and Ray Davis is pretty damn good. And all due respect to Marbury Anderson and DK and everybody else that they ain't Ray Davis. So I, I don't know if you're going to be capable of putting up those numbers. Um, you know, it, it'll be more so about, you know, getting enough running game to have balance and giving enough protection to get Spencer Rattler back to the Spencer Rattler that we've seen, you know, before this game. So, um, but definitely for sure. I think that the game today, I mean, I think it it gives you some sense of encouragement that, you know, maybe the running game will be that, I mean, that, that game looking way too far ahead is as simple as, you know, offensively find balance, you know, you need Rattler to play well. If you can run the football, but it's it's all about the trenches, slowing down the run. I mean that that's how Florida is going to want to win that football game. Trevor Etienne, Montrell Johnson, they don't want to put too much emphasis or too much pressure, I should say, on on Graham Mertz. And I would right. expect with Austin Armstrong and Florida's defense, they're going to be attacking. They're they're going to be aggressive, bring a lot of exotic blitzes, and try to get in the face of Spencer Rattler and force him into mistakes and and go from there. So. Uh, it, it's a must-win game for sure, but uh, yeah, line and a scrimmage will be big in that one as well. Absolutely.
3: All right, man. We well, love you,
0: Tori. Love you too, man. I appreciate you calling in. Really good stuff. How about family calling into the show? Love that. Family calling into the show. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Guys, appreciate you all. Comments going crazy. We got a great crowd right now. Watch the show. Still, it's it's twelve thirty almost. On the East Coast, of course, and we got over 200 people hanging out live, want to talk ball, chat, conversate, all that good stuff. And I can't say thank y'all enough. Y'all, you guys have made the post game calling shows a massive, massive success. So, thank you all so much. Mm-mm-mm. Anyways, guys, just like I said, tough night, really tough night. Uh, Monday, we'll break it all down, right? We'll talk Monday morning quarterback. We'll talk key takeaways from this game. It'll be a bit of a therapy Monday, and, um, you know, we'll have all of our guests on this week, all that good stuff, um, to break everything down and, and get after it and and talk ball. But, you know, th- th- this was a game tonight that, as I said before, guys, I, I just – when I looked at this game in the preseason and, and it was a it was a it was a really fun off season of trash talking Tennessee fans, right?
2: But the
0: the day of reckoning came. The day of reckoning came. So call from Michael Lynn. Michael Lynn, you're on the air. What's going on?
3: Hey buddy. Um, I just want I wanna make this quick and short. I am very disappointed. Very disappointed in Boogie and uh, the defensive line, man. Um, Rattler tried everything he could do. <laughs> Rattler tried everything you do to come back in that game, but we we didn't give him no help, man. Yeah. Uh, that's embarrassing. I feel sorry for uh, my friends that went up to Knoxville. I just want to say, uh, Rosalind, I'm sorry that you went up up there and uh, got embarrassed. Uh, I feel like uh, the defensive line needs a uh, do an apology message just like Tebow did. I'm just saying, man, mm. this is embarrassing. Uh, I know that crowd was crazy. That crowd was pretty crazy, but let's be real, man. We, we didn't show up. We did not show up. They are embarrassing. Oh, man, I don't even want to talk about this team no more. They're embarrassing. So, that's all
0: I'm going to say. Good night. Michael Lynn. Well said. Short, sweet. And to the point, um, again, for for me, guys, for me, guys, this game wasn't necessarily embarrassing because I felt like – all preseason, I prepared myself for what was coming. Um, you know, it, it's interesting, too, guys. You look at the last three results in Knoxville, South Carolina scores of, and this goes back from this year going back the last three years 41 to 20, 45 to 20, and 41 to 21. That's why I don't look at this game as like a a season-defining or a defining moment for the Gamecocks this year. Like, guys, even when South Carolina has been good, we could take this all the way back to the Steve Spurrier days. Even when South Carolina has been really, really good, they've struggled in Knoxville. And so I'm not trying to write it off and say everything that happens, okay, It's, it's, it's sunshine and rainbows. No big deal. Find some joy. Like, but... Dude, this 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 game had all of the makings of revenge game at home at night. It was it was just, in my opinion, never a game that South Carolina was gonna leave Knoxville a winner. Just never. So guys, we'll take a couple of more. Or co- whatever. We'll take a couple of more. I might as well just adopt that phrase at this point. We will take a few more calls. Um would love to hear from you guys eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven The phone line is open. Uh, Corey Bridges, to your point, I, I did think the offense would play better. I, I we knew that Tennessee's front seven was a problem. I don't think we knew how much of a problem it was. Right, we didn't know how much of a problem it was. So. going once going twice going three times if there's no more calls we'll go ahead guys and we'll wrap it up again appreciate you all tuning in guys the a1 air quality consultants post game call-in show thank you so much to our folks over at a1 air quality consultants for their love and support of the spurs up show check them out by the way tell them that chris and the spurs up show sent you of course uh Hit that subscribe button, guys, on YouTube if you don't mind. Hit the bell icon so you get notifications of when we go live as well. We go live Monday through Friday. We do the post-game call-in shows after every South Carolina football games. So would love if you guys would join us. And also be sure you subscribe to the podcast: iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Check us out. Let's go back to the phone lines here.
2: Call from to accept.
0: What's going on? You're on the air.
3: Hey, Chris. I just have a quick response to that last comment. Um, First of all, I don't think Florida is what we have to worry about. I think Florida we will be fine against. I think it's Kentucky we have to worry about. I don't know his name. He's number one. He's a running back. Dude went for 141 in the first fucking quarter. Okay, we don't we do not need to worry about Florida. I think Florida's ass overrated. We, we we shouldn't have a problem with Florida. It is Kentucky that we will we will lose to. I'm I'm calling right now. We can't stop the run. We will lose. Hmm. That dude is the truth. He, he will run all over us like he should
5: because we have no run defense.
0: Ray Davis is a dude for Kentucky, man. You are right, and I think that's one certainly. You know, People gave me some grief when I said that I think Kentucky will be favored in that football game, and uh, I think there is a good reason to believe that that will probably be the case when that game comes around in November. My friend, I appreciate the call. We'll take a couple of mo- couple more my dude is uh my dude is lit on a saturday night man you love it you love it live your best life king live your best life um we'll take one or two one or two more guys one or two more here <clears throat> one or two more let's see i think we had one more call phone lines are open by
3: the way i opened it up i apologize for that phone lines are open okay okay that being said guys here we go all right cool
0: here comes another call call
2: from this is Bruce back for round two Tick.
0: Bruce you're back you're on the air what's going on
4: hey I was just calling back Um, before you entered the night I just had a couple more questions I wanted to ask you um um, they keep they keep talking about uh, Joyner and how bad he is as running back. And I agree to an extent that he's been struggling. On, what people have to remember is that he came out of high school as a quarterback. And he came to South Carolina as a quarterback. And I feel like without Joyner's willingness to stay at South Carolina when he can easily transfer and go to any school he wanted to to play quarterback. But he stayed and he's given all his heart to that school. and. I understand that he might not be the best running back, but I feel like they can utilize him as a receiver. He's been a great receiver for the last couple uh, couple years. He can do uh, wildcat in the uh, the goal line goal goal line situations, mm-hmm. and maybe not the running back, but I feel like he can still help this team as far as like being wildcat and playing receiver. And also too, um, the offensive play calling tonight just seemed really weird to me. Um we had so many chances to get back in the game where, you know, in last year against Tennessee, we saw Rattler throw it down the field like almost every other play in the night. It was just so much dinking dun dunking. whether it was like, like you said, that third down pass to Luke Doty or a little plan or, or, um, I understand Rattler was running for his life, but you can't beat teams like Tennessee throwing the two yard passes. Um, I think they said on the radio that he is average tonight was like four yards to throw. And you, uh-huh. I just, I don't know if that was game plan or just Rattler not feeling comfortable, but I just wanted to get your own thoughts on uh, Joiner and the uh, play calling. And I'll hang up and you have a great night. And thanks for taking my call again.
0: Yeah, man. No, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much for the comments. I'll say this about the play calling it's really hard to dial anything up downfield when you are under constant duress. And I thought it was interesting, too, what Spencer Rattler said in the post game about that they don't feel, and I'm paraphrasing, but you know, was asked about the wide receivers and just kind of said that, like, they don't have as many guys as they had last year. Like, they don't have as many guys at wide receiver. Like, they're banged up at receiver. Like, you know, they've got a bunch of, you know, bodies in the room, but they don't have a bunch of dudes. You know what I mean? Like, proven contributors. And so that's hurting you. Um, uh, An immense pass rush is going to hurt you as well. And so I think that's the reason I would have liked them to see them for sure take more shots downfield, but it's hard to do it when you're under that duress. So, uh, and then the, the, the carry on joiner thing, man, I would just say that, you know, I, 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 the gripe is, is that he's not moved back to wide receiver because he's not a running back. It's so plain as day, blatantly obvious. He's not a running back. Like, and that's not all love to the kid, but this is, this is ball talk. This is, this is football talk, pure ball talk. I mean, he's not a running back. Like, bottom line, he's not a running back. So, um, guys, that being said, if there's one more out there, if you want to catch me before we we jump off, you can do so. Anyways, guys, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Hit that bell icon so you get notifications of when we go live and we drop new video content. And of course, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. going once, Going twice. Okay, that being said, guys, let's go ahead and wrap it up. It is late. Uh, Thank you all so much for making the A1 Air Quality Consultants post-game call-in show an absolute blast. All right, here we go. We'll take one more. see if we can get one more in here. Call from... John. John, you're on the air. What's going on?
5: How y'all doing
3: tonight?
0: Doing well, man. How are you?
3: Uh, All right, I guess, after that game. Uh, I just want to give a few thoughts on the game if uh, you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to call in and say, Carolina sucks and y'all lost.
0: (laughs) Rival fan base is calling in to rub salt in the wound. I think that's a good place to put a pin in it. (laughs) I can't help but laugh, guys. I can't help but laugh. Anyways.
2: Mm. Mm
0: -mm Mm-mm-mm-mm. What did Spencer Rattler say tonight? And by the way, that was an eight six four number. That was an upstate number. So, I think that was an old Clemson, Clemson folk, old Clemson fan calling in to give his two
5: cents. So,
0: but what did Spencer Rattler say, guys, in the post game? Said if you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. <laughs> Something like that. Anyways, anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Subscribe on YouTube, subscribe to your podcast, and thank you all so much again for the love, the support, the call-in show yet again. Another massive success, and we will be doing this after every single Gamecocks football game this season. So, going to be a blast, guys. Again, uh, jam-packed week of content upcoming with Monday morning, Monday morning Quarterback, our takeaways on Monday, Therapy Monday, of course. And, you know, we'll dive into everything, and I'll let you guys know what the schedule is This week with the bye week upcoming, there will be some changes, but uh, still jam packed week of content, all that good stuff. And again, appreciate you all so much, guys. um, South Carolina drops a tough one 41 to 20 in Knoxville. And now the Gamecocks look to pick up the pieces as they fall to two and three. Guys, again, thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Have a great rest of your night, and we will talk to you all.